It's located just outside of downtown Indianapolis, past the hustle and bustle of Monument Circle, the food and fun of the Georgia Street Corridor, and the well-manicured lawns of the Indianapolis Rolls-Royce plant. A 19th century building that originally housed the Emmerich Manual High School, the structure now known as Union 525, is staying true to its original purpose of shaping Indiana's next generation of workers. But rather than training high school students to fill jobs in the industrial sector, Union 525 is now home to burgeoning startups that are looking for a place in Indianapolis's booming tech sector. There's also a place for aspiring entrepreneurs who need a space to build their businesses, but without the financial commitment that comes with renting an office. Those workers can find a home and launch Indy, a co-working space that doesn't just provide a place to work, but also connects entrepreneurs with legal professionals who can help their businesses get off the ground. On this episode of the Legal Impact Podcast, I sit down with one of those legal professionals and the launch ending leader to learn how their space in the historic building is promoting economic growth across the city. Hi everyone, I'm Olivia Covington. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of the Legal Impact Podcast. Launch Indy is still relatively new in the Indianapolis area, having just opened less than a year ago in September 2017. The space is modeled after Launch Fishers, a similar co-working program on the city's north side. Right now, there are about 25 active members who regularly work out of Union 525, and each of those members pay a monthly fee that gives them 24-7 access to conference rooms, mail service, free Wi-Fi, and even a lounge area. Members are also exposed to Launch Indy's sponsors, which often offer their services to the entrepreneurs on top of financially supporting the space. One of those sponsors is Indianapolis law firm Bingham Greenbaum Dahl, which began collaborating with Launch Indy at the suggestion of associate attorney Justin Hage. Justin came to Bingham from the Indiana Economic Development Corporation and now practices in the firm's economic development department. His exposure to the economic development world tipped him off to launch Indy and the concept of co-working, which is still relatively new in the Hoosier state. I think the general notion is from a, I think especially from a cost perspective, that if you are a startup, you know, maybe it's one person, you know, particularly in the tech space, it's you, a backpack and a laptop quite often, um, and wanting to or needing to have to get a three-year lease on an office space might be um, a sort of financially difficult or be maybe not practical depending on how fast you're going to grow and if you're you know it's sort of it's it, it beats working from home in many ways you know they, they used to talk about you know started this company in their garage um, so I think co-working it's a relatively new concept I think in Indiana um, but is definitely growing fast um, so again it's this concept of you know for a relatively low uh, annual membership cost you can have access to this space um, and I think the added benefit, too, is that you have other co-workers, if you will, who are working with you that could be collaborators, that could be customers, that could be, you know, someone that really kind of helps you grow. Um, and then I think it, it is true that a lot of these spaces do have uh, sort of sponsoring organizations like ourselves, accounting firms that can kind of give you some wraparound services as you grow. And I always tell people when they when they ask 
if people show up every day, I'm like, it's kind of like your gym membership. You know, you, you pay to go saying, oh, I'll be at the gym every day, you know, January 1st when you're starting your New Year's resolution. And realistically, on any given day, we have between 20 and 40% of our members here. We're trying to be a really competitive, affordable co-working space downtown. There are almost a dozen co-working spaces downtown now. Um, some of them very specialized in what they offer and some of them very fancy office suites, that kind of thing. And we just want to be a home for anybody that needs a good deal on a co-working space and wants to be in a very exciting building. So our prices are competitive. Uh, that also means that on any given day, it might be the gym membership kind of thing where people are just like, oh, I'll stay at home today. That was Katie Burge, the Launch Indie Executive Director. Like Justin, Katie has spent her career working in the world of economic development, so she knows that the flexibility Launch Indie offers is critical to helping new businesses grow. Though Union 525 has been branded as a downtown tech hub, Katie said Launch Indie is home to all kinds of businesses, not just technology startups. The Launch Indie space is located next to a portion of Union 525 known as Startup Alley, where growing businesses with just a handful of employees can work side by side. The overall goal of Union 525 is to support new businesses through each phase of growth, from Launch Indie to Startup Alley to a larger office space in Union 525, until finally the company is large enough to need its own building. But achieving that kind of growth means entrepreneurs will have to make complex personnel and financial decisions. Decisions that, more often than not, require the assistance of an attorney. There's all these different technologies, and then there's, like you said, there's these underlying legal issues that you know, some people, um, you know, they say, oh, yeah, I'm using my contract that my buddy gave me, then I just changed some names and or I, you know, I want to employ this person. and I think I want to give them 10% of the company, but there's a lot of issues they need to think about. Um, and so we're there to kind of help along the way. And then if, if there is a real need to sort of dive in and and, um, you know, give some some legal advice to. I don't know. I think that startups are very exciting for for attorneys because of their unpredictable growth. So you you know you may have a client who you're working with maybe not even monthly that needs like legal documents incorporated for their LLC or something like that and then they may have an occasional legal question but that same company in 2 3 5 years could be doing 5 million dollars in revenue and have a team of you know dozens of people working for them and then they could be the next sales force Recognizing that exciting opportunity, Justin says he pitched the idea of a launch indie sponsorship to Bingham's leadership team, which quickly latched on. Now, Justin and other associates head over to Launch Indie at least once a week to answer any legal questions the business owners might have. Sometimes they do that through Lunch and Learn programs, where Launch Indie provides lunch and a Bingham attorney gives a presentation about a pressing business issue, such as IP protection. And sometimes the attorneys are simply available to answer any questions the entrepreneurs might have about their specific businesses. Bingham has created specialized launch indie fee schedules, which allows the firm to provide basic legal advice to the entrepreneurs at a price that fits within their limited budgets. Kind of just on hand um, and, you know, just get a chance to meet people and people may just, you know, through the process of conversations, um, you know, have a more informal engagement with them uh, and be available to answer questions or give advice on a sort of an informal basis. Um, you know, there's obviously, we have to make sure there's conflict checks and that sort of thing if we start to go deeper into an engagement, but we can give sort of generic advice um, before um, it actually becomes a, a true uh, engagement. And it's probably one of those things where the entrepreneurs may not even realize it's a legal issue. Correct. Yeah. 
I think it's really important to have an organization like Bingham on board at a co-working space because a lot of people who are starting out with a business have not engaged with an attorney before. And I think some of it is about knowing just simply when is the right time for me to engage with a lawyer. If I've got a startup idea, but I don't have a website, but I'm just starting to talk to someone who might be my technical co-founder, is this a time where I need to talk to a lawyer or if I need help setting up an LLC or what kind of business am I really setting up? I think those kinds of questions are all things that can be answered at an open office hour like that. And it's also something that you need an attorney to be answering those questions. You know, really, you can incorporate your own business online, but it's a much, much smoother kind of onboarding of yourself as a business if you're using an attorney. Aside from providing an affordable and flexible workspace for budding businesses, co-working spaces are also key economic development tools. In addition to the dozen or so locations in the downtown area, co-working spaces have popped up all over the Hoosier State, from small towns like Huntingburg to nationally known cities like Columbus. While those places may not be known as entrepreneurial meccas, the very existence of co-working opportunities is often enough to entice Indiana residents to build their businesses in their small hometowns rather than moving out of state in search of a better entrepreneurial market, Katie says. So what's the... From an economic perspective, what's the benefit of doing this? I would say that having a building like Union 525 and in general just co-working spaces, they are a big benefit to the city in a couple ways. One, the unpredictable nature of how tech companies can scale up. To me, I, I come from an economic development background and while Indiana is very fortunate to still have a lot of manufacturing jobs, they're not going to always be around to the magnitude that they are, and and the future is in tech. So I think tech companies are a big benefit to the economy for that reason. But I also just think co-working spaces and buildings like this are important from a workforce talent and attraction standpoint. I think we see some 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 cycles in the economy, but I still think there's a lot of people who see see the value of starting their own business, um, and that you. I think this is a good. Um, place for these new businesses to start. We've had some some exits recently, so you've got people that are wanting to start. You've also got some people that maybe they do the, the big company thing for a while and they're out, I think I can do this on my own. Um, so giving people an opportunity to uh, to start some things from the ground up and grow that way. And then we've also got some strong mid-sized tech companies and we've got some larger tech companies. So um, we've got a really, I think we have a really good environment here in terms of cost of doing business, cost of living. We've got a great source of talent. Um, so between the talent, the cost of doing business, uh, central location, um, it's really a good fit for tech. Katie doesn't expect the popularity of co-working to wane anytime soon, which means there will be more and more opportunities for law firms like Bingham to get in on the ground floor of Indiana's next business success. She hopes attorneys will take advantage of those opportunities and will continue to take an interest in supporting the budding areas of the Hoosier economy. That's all for today's episode. Thanks to Katie and Justin for chatting with me, and thanks to all of you for listening. We'll be back next month with a new episode, so stay tuned. And if you're an attorney or a law firm doing great work in your community, let me know, and I might feature you on an upcoming episode. You can find all of my contact information on our website, theindianalawyer.com. For The Indiana Lawyer and Legal Impact, I'm Olivia Covington. Thanks for listening.